0: Hey everyone, this is Trevor Kage here, and you are watching the Three Count Podcast. <laughs>
1: Welcome,
2: everybody, to another great edition of the Three Count Podcast presents Now Winter the Ring. And I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, the man that leads you up that mountain called wrestling. And by now, after a, like, 290-something like episode, I would just hope you would say with me, I am your Sherpa. Because, like your tribal chief, <clears throat> acknowledge me. But, like every great tribal chief or, like, every great Sherpa, which I like to think I am, You know, it's never about me, but it's about who's entering So, who's entering the ring today? Mm. You can find this man at 1CW, RCW, PPW, BPW, WDWA, and LTW. He is our martial artist. He is a wrestler. He is the silent shadow, Trevor Kage.
0: Hello. Yo, what is up, man? Oh, just chilling, man. Just chilling. I (laughs) got one... Not... There's uh you have one CW on Saturday. I have RCW on Saturday and uh, looking forward to that. Going to defend my uh, American championship and uh, not sure who I'm working yet, but, uh, but I'm excited.
2: <laughs> no, I, uh, I 100% hear you. Cause I'm like in the same boat where I was like, what am I doing? And then, you know, I know like uh I, I finally went in and I asked her, you know, I asked Sean, I was like, Hey, like, what do you want me to do for? And he was like, well, uh, so by the time this airs, uh, people will know. Uh, I got to work Chris Wild. Oh, wow. In, uh, in a gauntlet match, yeah. So I was pretty excited that uh, I got that opportunity, you know, especially because he had just came off of Raw. Like, we, we saw him live on right. Monday Raw. Right, and right. then he, the next night, there he is on AEW Dark. <laughs> so, yeah, right. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I can't wait. Like, I, I hope I get to spit this line out before anybody else does. But I was like, man, how funny would it be if I was, like, in my, in my character and just be like, oh, man, we getting raw tonight because it's dark.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so I hope I get to say that. When you guys get to see this, I don't know if I did or didn't. I'm just going to let it be known, like, this is a thing. <laughs> but, uh, no, nah, man. So I'm excited because we actually met a few times. We've been in different promotions together, and we've kind of yeah. had just chat, and we've we've been talking about doing this for, like, mm-hmm. if feels like a year
0: (laughs) probably yeah
2: (laughs) and so finally i was like trevor let's come on the show man he was like all right bet let's do it (laughs) but uh how did who okay first thing i want to ask though is who Mm -hmm. is trevor kage
0: so trevor kage he is the silent shadow and uh he's also a ninja with attitudes meaning he does what he wants when he wants and uh the reason i call myself the silent shadow is because all my life people have uh doubted me and i silence all the doubters because when they see what i can do they're like oh i guess i should have kept my mouth shut so
2: i like that that's way cooler than like my name because like you know people just made fun of me in elementary school because my first name is clifford like yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's that's just how it works out in this world, right? It's just sometimes you just you don't get pick to pick the nicknames you want, you just kinda just get them and then just yeah. stick with you. <laughs> I guess I could have like at any time changed my stuff and I was just like, nah, I'm just gonna rock this name out for the rest of the time. But you know, yeah. let the let those people know who bullied me. A O, suck it.
0: <laughs> Look at me now, bitches. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> like, hmm. <laughs>
2: I wrestle in spandex. What do you got? <laughs> like, you <know? laughs> Yo, but how did you get into the business?
0: Uh so, I got into the business by pure luck. Uh I've been talking about how I wanted to become a wrestler for a long time. Um and what really sealed the deal like I went to Raw after what was that pay-per-view? Um I think it was uh Backlash 2017. It was, uh, it was a show at the Mohegan Sun arena. Mm. Um, I was sitting like on the floor seats, like fifth row with my brother. And I was like, yeah, I definitely want to do that. Cause I, I've, <laughs> I've said that I wanted to do it since I was a kid, but anyway, getting back to it. Um, I was at my gym and, uh, I usually go into the back room where they have the, uh, crossfit and uh heavy bags because i like to practice like kickboxing and a bunch of other shit and uh i noticed there was a big 20 by 20 ring like right in the middle of the floor i'm like what the hell is this so i uh i asked the guy a friend he's like what's that ring doing over there he's like oh yeah they're open to a professional wrestling school i'm like yo Sign me up. Here's my name. Here's my number. (laughs) I want to do it. So, uh, later on that day, I got a call from Keikoa, the Hawaiian warrior. He and I talked on the phone for probably about an hour of his experience in wrestling, his goals of the school and the company. And, uh, I told him, dude, I'll be behind you a thousand percent. So, um... Later on that week, uh, him and his friends were doing a uh, quick training session in the ring, and, um, yeah, I just immediately fell in love with it. Uh, He showed me the ropes. He showed me how to build the ring, um, and that's another thing he did. He would always uh, rent out that ring to other wrestling companies and uh, do ring crew. And I was like, yeah, dude, I'm definitely willing to help, like, anything to, you know, get my foot in the door. And uh, because of that, I got so many, like, opportunities, like, in Delaware, West Virginia, you know.
2: Yeah, it's one of those things that I think a lot of people, like, forget is that, like, you learn all these basics and stuff like that, but you always have to, like, pay your dues and that's yeah, like
0: absolutely you, know, you kind
2: of have to do those th- those those things that like people normally don't want to do you're gonna have to be the Maybe. one that does it right i yeah, know like for I me still that, do that to this day yeah it's one of those things that like it never really like leaves your side you're like always like wanting to go through and help out or you see someone putting a ring together like i know there's been a couple of promotions that I go to where like the ring is already built and there's nothing that i can do i just kind of like sit there and stare at it but there's been some other promotions where i've walked in and i've seen the ring getting put up and i'm like mm, no we I need a help with this <laughs> I was like you yeah. clearly like either a you clearly haven't figured out how to do this just right yet or b yeah you're you're, you're, yeah, <laughs> you're not you you've not picking up the pace but uh yeah it's been it's been a it's been a wild trip like to figure out like how to put a ring together like oh, yeah. i could i could build a whole ring up i never knew how to do the cross cables until like earlier this year and when i finally figured out how to do that i was like oh why was this so dumb dumb easy to figure out <laughs> like <laughs> yeah well you know you rely like sometimes you just rely on one person because they like do it all the time so you're just kind of used to them doing it and I just never did it because like you know Ron Holiday was like always doing the cross cables on uh Sickens ring so I was oh, like oh man. easy I'll just let him do it and then I'll tighten up the and I could tighten up to tighten the ropes and just work on that so it was easy for me to like take care of everything else in the ring but then like When he wasn't there one day, I was like, what are we doing? (laughs) 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 So, yeah, I had to learn. uh, I learned a hard way, but I ended up learning how to do it anyway. So, but it is cool to learn how to put a ring together and then like tear it down. Like, and do it efficiently. That's the other part that a lot of people don't figure out.
0: Yeah. Like, a lot of people, like, they'll just throw their stuff for the ring in a trailer. But Keiko, he had, like a system like he said like he would have 10 no 11 boards on one side 11 boards on the other side in the middle would be the beams the uh, the uh, posts the totes with all the ropes and shit like everything was just beautifully organized
2: yeah I know when Sicken whenever he gets his truck it's like uh, all the boards go on the right side with the, the middle board in the middle posted up on top all the all the metals on uh another the side, then you have all the the big pieces of that that hold up the the posts, then you have the posts that are in the middle with the mats on top of them, and then you have the ropes on top of the mats, and then like, yeah take them all apart put them all back together and it's like you know that I was like' it was, you find a system that works and it's just so right. crazy to think about how easy it is to put pick it up and put it back down here. It's like, oh, here we go, it'll just yeah. ring in like half an hour hour and a half, depending <laughs> on how many people you get helping you? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so you've been in for a while, right? And I know About three years that you, now. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you have these stories because I have these stories. Everybody yeah. has these stories. What's yeah. the worst bump you've taken?
0: Ooh, oh man. <laughs> uh, p- <laughs> uh, yeah. Definitely PPW Super Show three earlier this year. Um, I was in an eight man tag match. Uh, I did a whisper in the wind on the outside of the ring to like everyone else, and uh, back and forth. Like PPW changed their uh, um their arena around. Like it was a, a turf that that we had the show on, and uh, but now it's like gorgeous. But anyway, I did the whisper in the wind. Everyone caught my legs but they didn't catch my back. So my back slammed Mm. on the turf and knocked the wind out of me. I literally got up with pure adrenaline like I don't know how I'm moving and then after the bell like I go into the back and just collapse and Dr. (laughs) Frank, he, uh, he was checking on me. Everyone's hovering over me. They're like are you okay?
2: I'm like, do I look okay? Do I sound okay? <laughs> I'm like, no, I took a whisper in the wind and nobody caught me. I mean, you caught my legs. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is, that's wild, man. I was, uh, I always, I always think about those things and I tell people all the time. I'm like, the one thing I just don't want to do. Right. That's why I asked this question. Cause I'm like, Things that I don't want to hit. Like, all right, uh, I don't want to do that because, you know, there's that high risk that no one's going to catch me. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Like, asking – when I would ask people, like, stuff like you were asking me, um, I had all these ideas, like, oh, I want to do this when I get in the ring. I want to do that. Like, for the longest time, I, I wanted to do a suicide dive. But then Keiko's wife, Sammy, told me a bad experience she had. I'm like, ugh. That could happen to me. I don't want to do that anymore. So never done a suicide
2: dive. <laughs> I've done one uh, in a match, and they they kind of called it on the fly to me. They're like, "Hey, oh, really? uh, we're going out. Uh, yeah, throw us out, and then hit us with a suicide." And I was like, "What? Uh, I've never actually Man. done this before." All right, bet, and I just went for it. And <laughs> didn't think about how it looked. It. <laughs> they all said it looked really good. I like. Huh. They said that my my legs like like you know because normally like you want to catch someone while their legs are still kind of in the ropes but they're like you were way out they're like you went full spring and you were way (laughs) over (laughs) like (laughs) so i got kind of lucky because i had uh i don't know if you know michael's video but michael's is such an amazing person and an amazing wrestler he he caught me like right by the middle of my back and just brought me down (laughs) and it just like (laughs) took me out but yeah they were like yeah you were you were moving on that dive
0: (laughs) nice that's
2: awesome Uh, yo so this is another question that we actually just started up not too long ago but it's definitely one of my favorite questions to start asking people a lot right so Mm -hmm. everybody builds up their characters but they're usually inspired by like other things that they have whether it's in the media or wrestling or whatever right so what five characters makes up trevor
0: okay so um Any character from Naruto, pretty much. Uh, that's one. Um, I don't know if you've seen the movie uh, Ninja Assassin. Yes, Not I forget. I'm blanking on the uh, main character's name, but he's definitely an inspiration. Um, and as far as like move sets goes, like I uh, I get inspired from. Like my big three are, uh, Finn Balor, Kenny Omega, and AJ Styles. Like those are three guys that I uh, I like picked apart. Like some of my move sets from them. So
2: nice, and then yeah. you pick you know three leaders of the Bullet Club. Yeah,
0: <laughs> love the Bullet Club, bro. <laughs> like honestly, it's my it's literally my dream to be leader of the bullet club one day and to main event in the tokyo dome like that's all i want in life
2: hey that's lit though man so that's that's cool that you have like the goal and the idea of like what your long-term goal looks like that's really cool so let me ask you this right what's one of the Mm -hmm. hardest lessons that you've had to learn in the business
0: uh keep your mouth shut Uh, Because, honestly, if you say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing, it literally takes one tweet to ruin your career and ruin your life. Um, There are some things that I said when I was still a student with Keikoa, and he's had to, like, pull me to the side and say, hey, that's not cool, don't do that. And, um, you know, I just – everything – like, every mistake that I've made, everything I've said, I, uh, I, there was regret when I said it, and, uh, I was like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have said that, and, you know, no one's perfect, so stuff like that's gonna happen, and, uh, nowadays, like, whenever I say something, like, I'll immediately, like, pull them to the side and apologize to them, or if they, like, leave before I could talk to them like I'll just send them messages, message like hey about what I said in the locker room like I really didn't mean nothing by that and like usually like I try to work things out with them so
1: yeah it's just, funny because yeah, like
0: keep your mouth shut
1: <laughs> being
2: yeah I think I think for me it's it's one of those things where like I've kind of like I mean a lot of people who watch this podcast know that I'm almost 40 and uh like I have to be I'm always like I'm pretty careful with what I say Mm -hmm. because like you, you just said it, you hit it right on the the nail on the head, right? Like it only takes one thing to just destroy everything else. And sometimes it's not even you that said it. It's just like someone, maybe like they tweeted at you or they said something Mm -hmm. and they put you at an ad symbol at you. And then like, everybody gets mad at you. And you're like, well, wait a minute. I didn't even say that. They said it about me. Like, why are you mad at me? And it's like, yeah, you know, so I'm always very particular about, like, what I say, when I say it, who I say it to, because it's, you never know when that one person's going to be like, nope, let me get this <laughs> back from you. You're like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> it's like, I thought we had respect. Like, that's crazy.
0: Yeah, definitely.
2: So what kind of advice would you give to, like, up and coming wrestlers then?
0: Um, don't do anything stupid. Uh, watch what you do um save your really big bumps for really important events because uh, um and just be careful honestly um yeah that's that's pretty much it mm. now if it was like if i had family members that want to do this i would tell them don't do it because <laughs> of all the sacrifices that you make um all the time away from home that you do, like, sometimes it will be worth it. Sometimes, like, it's not, uh, because I've had moments where uh, my grandmother has, like, broke down in tears, like, you can't keep doing this every weekend. Like, I need you here. I'm like, I can't do that. Sorry. And, uh, you know, relationships with your family members aren't the same because of it but um just try to keep your uh your family close as much as possible you know yeah it's one of
2: those things where like it was it was probably about midway last this last year right where I was looking at my schedule and I was like damn dude like I'm booked a lot and so Mm -hmm. like after July I tried to make like one weekend where like I just wasn't booked and so I could just mm-hmm. hang out with the family because I think that it's very important, right? Like you want to be able to spend yeah, time with your family and stuff like that. So like mm-hmm. I, I made it that I made it that case. And then even this year, um, if I get like so going into 2023, right? I, currently, currently, anyone out there, you know, uh, January 7th and January 21st, like I'm not booked. But oh. if I get booked on like January 7th, or if I get booked on January 21st, then the other day's out. Like, I'm just going to stay home, like, that weekend. Right. Right. I know February, I think February 12th and February 18th, like, I'm just staying home. Right. Mm-hmm. So my wife is going out of town. She got a big work conference going on. So I'm just going to be like, hey, let me just, let me stay here. Let me not go to all that stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. And then on, uh, in March, you know, like, the first weekend, March 4th, like, I'm not taking any work because I know it's my daughter's birthday and I want to be able to, well, oh, of course. her birthday's on the 1st but we're going to celebrate, you know, on the 4th. And I like, I know the certain things I'm looking for. And they, they even told, um, one CW. Cause like last year, uh, my daughter's dance recital was on the same day as one CW as well as EWA. And I was like, Oh, nah, dude, I'm about to go watch my daughter dance. And y'all, <laughs> uh, enjoy your show kill it right so this i told i said the same thing this year i told him i was like hey you know so one cw when they planned their show i was like whatever day my daughter's dance recital falls on like hey yo, like if if we're if we're supposed to be booked for that i won't be there but i'll be right. a part of every other show outside of that so i definitely yeah, yeah. like made those hardcore plans i'm like this is, this is my non-negotiables like this, this is what it is
0: okay yeah definitely i respect that
2: yeah. So set those things early, man. Let the people know. Yeah, hey, no, this week I gotta. It's family time. <laughs>
0: yeah. Last year, um, I was still in a in a relationship, and I only wrestled seven times total last year. And this year, I've had over thirty. Yeah, over thirty matches, and um, that goes to show you, like what relationships can do when you're in the business. So um, in a way, like getting out of that relationship was like amazing for my career (laughs) because like all the opportunities kept coming in. Like I wouldn't have to keep going to her place every weekend. And um, yeah, it was this year has been, my year, and I couldn't have been happier. So,
2: yeah, I like that too, because you like, I mean, it, it it goes back to like the sacrifice thing that you are talking about, right? Like you you sacrificing right. relationships for dates that you're gonna go work at a show, and sometimes, like you said, it works, sometimes it don't. Like, right? It, there's a lot that goes into doing things like this, and that's why I was like. You know, I love creating this podcast, giving this opportunity to be like shedding light on things because like certain people don't know. They're like, Yeah, I want to be a pro wrestler. I'm gonna I'm gonna be at WWE and I'm just gonna I'm I'm gonna tear it down and like, dude, like you haven't even walked through the front door yet. You don't know what you're walking into. <laughs> and I have a lot of other people who like come on the show and I'm telling them like I, I created this one on one course for people who wanna see the business because it's like this is this is what we're looking at and you gotta check right. it out yourself. So I definitely like that that you're talking about uh here's the other part, right? Uh, a lot of other matches, a lot of other locker rooms that you've been into, but I need one do and one don't of the locker room
0: um one do uh hmm. make friends friendships go a long way uh, in wrestling because uh, I've made friends and they've said like, Hey, maybe I could get you on to this show in this state. I'm like, Oh yeah, definitely. And um, a don't would be um, don't show up with like, gear that smells like it hasn't been washed in like months <laughs> always clean your gear never show up <laughs> with gear that you haven't washed
2: yeah 100 no one likes the smelly guy it's wild yeah no one likes the smelly person at all <laughs> yeah, I, just...
0: I remember i was at a camp uh with uh keiko because they were doing some like recruitments for a bunch of different companies and keiko was like the only one that allowed uh his students like granted there weren't a lot of us but our students were still involved and when they split up into groups half of them were doing ring work half of them were doing promos uh all of the students for keiko school were doing uh the promos and i was the guy doing the interview and all i was doing was like Hey, I'm Trevor Kage backstage here at so and so and I would go next to the guy that would be like your thoughts and grab a microphone, like and some of the guys like I'd have to like hold my breath and like <laughs> lean back because like, they just smelled <laughs> so bad.
2: <laughs> That's disgusting. And,
0: yeah, no. <laughs> keep it clean, <laughs> keep up I- with your hygiene.
2: Yeah, if you can set your pants like up and down and they stay that way, yo, it's it's time. It's time to watch that stuff, man. It is nasty.
0: Absolutely it's nasty. <laughs>
2: hey, so we're gonna jump into the best part of the three count podcast. It is our three count podcast, 10 count questions. It used to be the red dogs power rankings, but I refuse to acknowledge that it's been retired. Chaz, you're not oh. getting that from me. I'm not letting that happen. <laughs> okay. I'm a, I'm not allowing that to happen. So no. Uh, but yes, this is Three Cal Podcast Ten Cal Questions, and Trevor, this is how it works. I'm All gonna right. fire off ten questions, ten questions at you, rapid fast. Whatever gotcha. your answer is, that's your answer.
0: Okay. All right. All right.
2: On. All right. So we going to put on the imaginary timer for added pressure.
0: <gasps> oh God. Bing!
2: And in the words of Mike Goldberg, here we go. Smackdown or Raw?
0: Mmm. Smackdown. Favorite actor. Uh, Chris Evans. Sonic or Mario? Sonic. Favorite movie? Uh, The Godfather. Let's go. PlayStation or Xbox? PlayStation.
2: Favorite cartoon?
0: Oh, shit. Um, Family Guy.
2: Hey, I love it. Bruce Lee or Chuck Norris? Bruce Lee. (laughs)
0: favorite podcast I plead the fifth (laughs) I'm only saying that because I've been a part of a a few podcasts now
2: that's fine we'll take a close second place to whatever other one that you were going (laughs) to (laughs) say nominate one person that you want to see on this podcast
0: Ooh, um, hmm, who would be good Uh, I would love to see uh, my man bro Keller
2: He's a good guy. Yes, The bro stuff needs to be on the show. (laughs) 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 All right. And last but not least, my favorite question to ask every single person who comes on this show, favorite curse word? Shit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. I mean, I say it a lot. It's between (laughs) that and fuck.
2: Right. I mean, it's like the, the holy, you throw a bitch in there, it's the holy trinity. Like, yeah. you already know. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> so, listen, uh, those are all my questions, man. I appreciate you coming on our show. But the last thing I need from you is to let our listeners and our viewers to know where they can find you.
0: Oh, of course. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Trevor Kage Pro, And I'm also on Facebook uh, at The silent Shadow, Trevor Kage. And I also post my matches on YouTube. So, my YouTube channel is... Trevor
1: (laughs) Kage. Well, there
2: you go. He gave you all his handles. He told you where you could find him, and he even told you about his YouTube channel. So, like every part of a wrestling match, every great part of a wrestling match, we got to take this home. Because this is the Three Count Podcast presents Now Into the Ring, and I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, the man that leads you up this mountain called wrestling But like every good sheriff, it's never about me. It's about who's entering the ring. So, who's entering the ring? You see him right there, Trevor Kage in the house. And you guys know what to do. Tune into the next episode and be there or you're legitimately following us on all of our social media platforms. You're even subscribed to our YouTube channel. You're following us on all of our social media platforms. You're giving us those five-star frog splash reviews over on Apple Podcasts. You're even following us on Spotify, leaving us little comments in, talking about how great this episode was. You're telling your friends to check us out. You're commenting. You're buying our merch on prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the three-count podcast for a little bit while longer. Before we move over to for your wear, and you're doing all that kind of stuff, or you're really just kind of waiting for this episode to end. You're waiting for the outro, and then you're choosing another episode to listen to. Peace.
1: What's going on, Three Count Nation? I'm Clifford Red Dog Miller with the catchphrase. But well, what I really want you to do right now, go to twitter.com, right? Go over there, find us at the three count underscore pod, give us a follow, give us a like, give us a comment. We want to talk to you guys. Go to IG at the three count pod, give us a like, give us a follow, leave us a comment. We want to interact with you. Go to youtube.com, give us a subscribe, turn the bell on, turn on notifications, leave a comment. show us support please